Oh, yeah. Football is back, baby. Let's go. What's happening? It's backdoor cover. It's September 2nd, 2019. College football is back in a big way. Brad Key's back, too. What's cracking? Mike, uh, what's happening, man? Happy Labor Day. Thank you. What a, what a great weekend it was for most football fans. Not Tennessee fans, but uh, fans of the sport. It's great. And you are listening live from the epicenter of the college football world, where this weekend, College Game Day will be in Austin, Texas, just 2.1 miles away from our house and our studio, where the Texas Longhorns host LSU in a game that really means nothing, but uh, should be fun. Why do you say it means nothing? Because you don't personally care? Is that why it doesn't mean anything? Well, it's a non-conference and God? game. It's just a meaningless non-conference oh, game. Oh, okay. Okay, I see. That's not really true. Uh, Aggies go to Clemson this week, the other big game. So there's your, your quick look ahead. Headed to Death Valley. Yeah, should be a lot of fun. That was a, a good game last year. And uh, so the eyes of uh, the nation will be upon the Texas football teams this weekend, both Texas and A&M. So we are here to bring it to you. It feels great. Brad, how was your weekend? Weekend was great. I watched, mm, I, I don't know how much football I watched. It was an uncountable amount. I remember about three-fourths of it. That's good. Things got a little fuzzy when I did it, get the a, sun came down. But I did get a, a, a snap of you passed out on the couch watching the Texas Tech game. Uh, yes. So That uh, was me. Shouts to you. Me. I had a quick nap after golf, so we golfed real early. Got done just in time for the noon kickoffs. Uh, had about one too many beers, had a nap, woke up, had way more than one too many beers. Uh, it was a wonderful day. I think I had the busiest day in the history of the Backdoor Cover Podcast Instagram feed yeah, you on were Saturday. Sweating. You were sweating content? Oh, my God. If, if, if you uh, watch no football or if you watch a lot of football, go to Backdoor Cover Podcast on inst- Instagram and get caught up from the weekend. Your boy went hard. A lot, of, a lot of White Claw memes or what? There were a few White Claw memes. Okay. Yeah, there were a bunch of White Claw memes. But also some some clips, some highlights. Uh, my stories were, were popping this weekend. Yeah? Yeah, every every school's new turnover chain. Yes. Uh, including Oregon State's turnover chainsaw. Uh, I oh, was I posting those that. in the stories. Yeah. I like the uh, turnover cane, the turnover pimp cane. Oh, yeah, yeah, Morehouse State. That That's was real That was side. released on Thursday, I think. So we that you can see that on Backdoor Cover Podcast as well. Uh, I think we beat the rest of the world to that because I saw it on College Game Day Saturday and it had already pretty much gone viral for us. So that uh, that felt real good. Real good. Week one was a success. It's great to have college football. Uh, there's so I much love good watching, times. Like, we really live in the golden era of this shit. Uh, you can watch games on every channel. And there's channels you've never even heard of that have games. Yeah. Plus, there's streaming. Uh, the the fiance went to James Madison. They played West Virginia on Saturday, and we she was like, I, "We can't watch it. It's not on TV." I was like, "Just just wait a second. I downloaded she something called she was dealing with Mountaineer TV on my Roku, wow. and then all of a sudden I'm watching commercials for uh, local West Virginia Mexican restaurants and and uh, it, and barn services companies. that put out couch fires that are in your your lawn. It was amazing. They love burning some couches out there. Yeah, so it, it's great to have college football back in our life, and it's great to be here. Quick programming notes. Uh, backdoor cover. We'll be back later this week. I've got two fantasy drafts this week, uh, or three fantasy drafts actually. So I don't nerd. know. Uh, yeah, nerd alert. Uh, but we will be back to preview the weekend at some point, and we will be bringing you our first ever Sunday episode this Sunday exclusively to patrons at patreon.com/backdoor. 
we will be uh, recording first thing Sunday morning, recapping the Saturday games, and then getting ready for the Sunday NFL football. Do not miss it. Patreon.com slash backdoor. Uh, we already talked about the stuff coming next week. Also, I should mention, of course, check out Mind of Mike where Brad and I talked about White Claw last week. I also gave a Micah's Meal of the Week. So uh, if you if you have a little uh, Labor Day weekend barbecue going today on Monday, check it out. Uh, I'll tell you how to make a corn salad oh. and corn and avocado salad and also uh, some corn with, or also f- tomato salad with steaks. Oh. Yeah, you're going to love it. Is that going to be a recurring series now? It could be. Micah's so, Meal of the Week on Mind of Micah. Plus, the most exciting news on Mind of Micah, uh-huh. uh, Doctor Talk with Dr. Lupe. That's right. It's going to be a real thing. We've gotten a lot of questions. Uh, so either DM me at Micah Weiner or uh, call our voicemail 800-392-6344. All right, it's time. College football. We talked about the games next week. Let's kind of quickly run through the top the top games or the top teams. Yes. Uh, Clemson easily crushed Georgia Tech 52-14. Uh, you have any thoughts on this, Brad? Yeah. So just looking at the box score, going through the recap – Trevor Lawrence looked like he kind of struggled. 13 for 23 for 168 yards, a touchdown, two picks. The uh, the eye-popping statistic on here is Travis Etney, their running back, who is, uh, I believe he's a player of the year in ACC last year, or he was he had some sort of uh, We've already spent too much time on this meaningless game, Brad. 205 yards and three touchdowns for Mr. Etney. Yeah. Very good. Clemson is stacked. This, is, this should be no shock to anybody. Yeah. Speaking of stacked, Alabama... Uh, crushed the shit out of Duke, forty-two to three. This game was only like fourteen to nothing uh, for most of the second quarter, but uh, that Alabama squad, man, they're just scary. Georgia had their way with Vandy, thirty to six at Vanderbilt. That's an actual meaningful SEC game, uh, not meaningful, but an SEC game. Uh, Ohio State, your number five team, forty-five FAU. Lane Kiffin, uh, twenty-one. I, I apologize. Last week, I think I said Lane Kiffin was a coach somewhere else. We finally got this right. <laughs> I was wrong about Charlie Strong, too. I made a couple mistakes last week, so hey, we're, thanks we're to everybody who reached it out. We're yeah, polishing it up. It's week one. Um, Ohio State pretty much crushed Florida Atlantic. They came out early and just stomped their nuts, and uh, that's always fun. Peter, the Irish guy's favorite team, Ohio State. Is, can yeah, you fucking believe stone. that guy? He's a Yankees fan, a Patriots fan, and an Ohio State fan. And kind of a Lakers fan. Oh, get out of here. LSU uh, crushed Georgia Southern, not Georgia State. We'll get to them in a minute. 55-3. to three. Uh, number seven, uh, Michigan defeated Mich- uh, Middle Tennessee forty to twenty-one at home. Number ten, Texas uh, crushed Louisiana Tech forty-five fourteen in Austin. An actual compelling, uh, an actual win. They didn't have Maryland on the schedule, so Texas wins for the first, first time game in of the year. What three or four years? Yeah, uh, we'll get to Oregon Auburn uh, later because that was kind of the game of the week. Thirteen, Washington won. 15 Penn State won. Iowa, number 21. Iowa State uh, beat Northern Iowa, but it took them three overtimes, 29-26 at home. Not a very impressive showing for Iowa State, a team that had gotten a lot of buzz preseason. Syracuse crushed Liberty, 24 to nothing. Uh, did you see the clips of Hugh Freeze coaching this game in a fucking hospital bed uh, in the press box? It's one of the most amazing things yeah. I've ever seen. I wish nothing but the worst for Liberty University, for Hugh Freeze. I, Why? Uh, Liberty H- University is a terrible place run by a terrible person. And they, they what have are they, si- real conservative, like hardcore, hateful yes. people? 
Yeah, they they've systematically. I, I don't. You know, everybody's allowed to believe what they believe, but uh, they have systematically disabled their uh, the the student run newspaper. Okay. They're basically running like uh, they're operating like North Korea, basically. And they picked and up Hugh Freeze. <laughs> yeah, they picked up Hugh Freeze, who is a well known scumbag, basically by all accounts. Wait, he was considered a highly touted. He was at Old Miss, and then there was he was calling escort services and trying to deny oh. it. The whole thing blew up, and he he said, That's right. you know, Jesus, it, it, Hugh Freeze is scum. For some reason, he was in a fucking hospital bed, though. I don't know what happened to him. I don't really care. Uh, but they got stomped, and, and it makes me happy when a, a good journalism school like Syracuse stomps a school that shuts out the rights of of their uh, students. Uh, Washington State, twenty three, they won pretty easily over New Mexico State. Nebraska struggled against South Alabama at home. They ended up winning 35-21, but this was an ugly game, and uh, South Alabama's not a good team. So uh, Nebraska seemed incredibly overrated for a team that went 4-8 and eight last year. Uh, we shall see, though. Uh, Stanford uh, defeated Northwestern, another journalism school, uh, 17-7, so Stanford will probably be shooting up the rankings. All-time backdoor cover, nut crush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to just glaze over yeah, that. Yeah, tell us about this one. Well, no, you're the one who posted. I feel like you should go ahead and run us through the highlight there. What strip sacked for a touchdown, right? Yeah, this was a close game. Um, let's see. 17-7 was the final score. If I can find the the, the clip here. I posted this. Uh, Stanford was minus 6.5. And, and on the last 26 seconds left in the game, Northwestern losing 10-7. to They have the ball back. Uh, but they get strip sacked, and uh, Stanford scores. Yes. So Northwestern is down three. They're covering. They have the ball. Have the There's ball. no time left. They're trying to drive. They're kind of going out of their way to obviously make a play and try to actually win the game, as opposed to just cover. Well, the yeah. Spread. I mean, of course, they're obviously. at their own ten yard. They're at their own twenty. But he gets sacked, and instead of the ball, uh, like bouncing into the. It, it, they, it gets fumbled further back right. into the end zone. And so then Stanford two scores. times other Northwestern players have a chance to pick it up so that it would be a yeah, safety in two safety. points. It could they have been, been covered by one and if, a half. If the Stanford guy would have uh, fallen on the football right. at the one-yard line, they would just take it a knee. An all-time brutal cover. People, like, uh, there's a bunch of people uh, Northwestern this, uh, better, which I don't know if anyone who I was with a bunch of people be. who were betting on uh, Northwestern, actually. It was quite a depressing scene. Well, that oh man, that's a brutal like one. Like they were celebrating. If you want to see it, check out early. Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. Uh the m- Sunday night game, uh Oklahoma scored 49 points against Houston, 49-31. Jalen Hurts looks like he's going to be a Heisman contender so again. This is the one thing I want to touch on here. Okay. We went into this game, if you recall, Peter the Irish guy said the guy can't throw a ball. He's he's inaccurate Jalen Hurts. And my point was that Lincoln Riley sets up quarterbacks to be Heisman Trophy winners. He's got two in a row. Jalen Hurts comes in and goes 20 for 23 for 332 yards and three touchdowns. If that's not accuracy, I don't know what is. Yeah, 20 for 23 is uh, pretty statistically accurate, Peter, you dumb fuck. But the point here is, if he can take any quarterback and make them the whatever, one of the among the most accurate statistic quarterbacks in the country, how does he ever not get the best quarterback in the country no, recruiting I wise? I don't think that's ever going to be a problem for him. Anymore. Not anymore, I wouldn't think. Um, and on top of that, the guy ran for 176 yards and three touchdowns on the ground, 16 carries. Six six touchdowns accounted for. 
uh, and probably shoots straight to the top of the Heisman. I'm pretty sure he's tired today. Numbers right now. So shouts to him. There is a Monday night game, uh, Notre Dame versus Louisville. But they're like 15, tonight. 18 points favorite, yeah, something maybe like we, that. We should figure out what the line check is it. on that. Over at our friends at mybookie.ag. In fact, now's a good time to talk about our friends over at mybookie.ag. Yeah, before we get to the game of the week and our bed shitter of the week. Mm. Uh, mybookie.ag, the best place to place your bets. Go use promo code BDC, like backdoor cover. You will get a 100% deposit bonus when you sign up at, at mybookie.ag. We have NFL football coming back Thursday. We have seven hours of commercial-free football Sunday, Sunday during the day. You've got college football. Now is the single best time to get your deposit in there. And as we always mention... Uh, generally, they only run this promotion for a couple more weeks. So hurry up. MyBookie.ag. Use promo code BDC when you sign up. They will match you dollar for dollar. If you put in a hundred, you have two hundred. If you put in a thousand, you have two thousand. It's uh, it's a way. It's really uh, a great a great site. They're uh, they've they've really stepped it up in the last year. Yeah, they've upgraded the sites really good mobily. Right now, you've got Notre Dame is an 18.5-point favorite over Louisville. Ooh, you should get on there and get your bets in, boy. There you go. 54.5-point uh, over-under. MyBookie.ag, it's the first. It's the last Monday. Or, you know, it's your first chance to bet Monday Night Football this That's season. That's right. So get there. MyBookie.ag, promo code BDC. We've done business with these people for four years. We trust them. We like them. Check them out mybookie.ag okay let's talk about the uh the game of the week on paper and actually in reality you talk about auburn yeah talking about auburn i guess i should mention there were a couple other ranked teams in action on thursday and friday uh utah beat byu 30 to 12 and uh, in a game that i thought would be a little closer Dark Horse, utah wisconsin beat south florida 49 to 0 this is bad news for charlie strong uh who's now lost i think eight games in a row and uh not delivering trending and negative. They started, I think they went 10 and two his first year. Yes. Um, but their schedule was incredibly weak. And ever since then, things are not all looking other good for Charlie. It was all the previous coaches, players yeah. like, and that was where good. Scott Frost was. So right. I was wrong about that last week. Uh, Michigan state also beat Tulsa 28 to seven. So there's your ranked information. Uh, let's talk about Auburn, Oregon. Another last, I won't say a backdoor cover cause it was, you know, Oregon needed uh, Auburn was trying to win the game. They scored at the end, uh, but a, a a crushing a last minute score though. That Oregon was in command for of most of this game, and they just they blew it. Auburn wins the game twenty seven twenty one. So they get their quarterback Herbert. He got banged up like in, I think it was in the third quarter, something like that. He but he he banged his knee, and then they had like a fourth and two play, and they tried to call timeout twice to get the right. Uh, whatever personnel in for the for the call they ended up getting stuffed turned the ball over seemed like that was like a momentum shift there's a couple other t- times throughout the uh, second half where that happened but yeah it looked like Oregon was kind of in in control and the freshman quarterback at Auburn was was playing yeah. okay but like really he had some bad stuff in the first quarter and then he he really got like his feet under him and, and yeah, the moment wasn't too big for Bo Nix at the end of the game where they drove down and, and won the game. Bo uh, Nix is a bad, this is a name. game Auburn generally loses. I feel like their recent history, they, they lose the close ones. Oregon has an issue and I'll tell you what it is. Tell me. Mario Cristobal is not a good football coach. Do you think that's the problem is the coaching? I, th- what did guy, he do that stuck he out He just to you? consistently makes mistakes mm-hmm. that hurt the like team. Like that fourth and one, two timeouts, get the wrong yes. personnel. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, the guy can recruit like a like 
almost, I mean, he's one of the best recruiters in college football. Okay. Uh, but there is now a track record of this guy making in-game mistakes that cost his team wins. And uh, this is this is tough for, for Oregon, a team that, you know, if Oregon gets that win, they become a real playoff contender. Right. As is, is now, the entire Pac-12, or Pac-10, I guess, or Pac-12. Yes, Pac-12. Entire Pac-12 is going to have a much more difficult time getting into the playoff because that that they, was their team. That was the highest rated team, and that that could have been the best win. This so, is actually the second year in a row that Auburn has crushed the uh, Pac-12's hopes of going to a playoff because last year, if you all recall, they uh, beat number six Washington twenty-one sixteen in Atlanta. So this right. is the second year in a row they've trounced the Pac-12, their highest ranked team in season over. So good on Auburn and. Uh, the top of the SEC played very well. We will uh, now take a moment to get to our bed shitter of the week. Ooh. Brought to you by Lisa Mattress. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Brad. Lisa.com slash BDC. BDC. That's right. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Lisa, you are about to be the bed shitter of the week. Yes, thank you. Lisa.com slash BDC. Right now, this is the best deal uh, they've run all year. $200 off uh, the regular Lisa mattress plus two free pillows or $250 off the hybrid mattress plus two free pillows. Uh, this is amazing. This is this is a better deal than they've run all year long. Uh, and I, I know it's going right now. I don't know how long it's going to go. It says it expires in 16 hours. So if That's it's Monday, Monday, September 2nd, get in there, lisa.com slash BDC. I'm telling you, there's not a better mattress you can find anywhere and it ships to your door. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the, these two pillows are awesome. I sleep on them every night. And uh, I mean, uh, come on, man! For a don't bit borrow of your friend's here. truck. Don't borrow your friend's truck. Don't go to a mattress store. Just go to lisa.com/bdc. So when you get to lisa.com/bdc, you're not going to see the Lisa bed shitter sale of the year. That's not what this is called. This no. that's our segment sponsored by Lisa. Thank you for clarifying. Yes, I just wanted to make sure you weren't expecting to see the Lisa Don't bed shitter. Don't shit the bed. Buy a Lisa mattress right That's now. That's right. And now we're going to get into who the Lisa bed shitter of the week is. Well, it's pretty obvious. Uh, one more time, lisa.com slash BDC. You get a 100-night risk-free trial. It's an unbeatable deal. Free shipping, free returns. Lisa.com slash BDC. Best sale of the year. Go today. All right. Your bed shitter of the week, brought to you by Lisa Mattress, is the Tennessee Volunteers. Oof. This is, this is, uh, I'm seeing people say this is the most uh, devastating loss by an SEC team in 30 years. Georgia State, 38, Tennessee, 30, this in Rocky Top. Uh, Tennessee scored late to make it a seven, an eight-point game. Georgia State, you may be asking, oh, where's Georgia State? Are they a big school? I have no idea. Do you know how many games Georgia State won last year, Brad? No, how many? Two. Oh, I actually did know that. And one of them was not an FBS team, I'm pretty sure. They won two games last year. This is not Appalachian State beating Michigan 13 years ago. Uh, but, for the record, their head coach was an assistant coach at Appalachian State for that game. I did not know that. Isn't that a good little side That note? is good. Georgia State. And and let me say this. They kicked their ass. I've watched a lot of this game. Um, this was not... So, they uh, they went 2-10 and 10 in the Sun Belt last year and their two wins one of them came against fcs opponent kennesaw state so they won one game against a actual team that is in the ncaa's yeah not great uh tennessee led 
going they they were behind going to the fourth quarter 21 to 20 um but then they they scored and and led 23-21 and then then Georgia State scored three consecutive touchdowns nine plays 75 yards five plays 39 yards four plays 5 yards to go up 38-23 uh Tennessee scored with 2 seconds left to keep it to to make it a one score game this was an ass kicking yeah, I and I can't like it's hard to state how like they were just a better team than Tennessee. So you might be asking, is this the best win in their program's history? And I can say without a doubt that it is because their their program started in 2010. They have not been. Their a, coach it, said that they had a, a bigger win at some point, but wrong. I mean, winning at Rocky Top. Uh, I mean, what what's wrong with Tennessee? How can they be? How can this program be such a mess for so many years? It's uh, it's crazy. It's just crazy, but it's tough. They 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 said there was only an, there was an announced attendance of eighty five thousand fans there, but thousands left at halftime, and others headed for shady areas, leading plenty of sections of the facility virtually empty as Georgia State celebrated its victory. Uh, a tremendous, tremendous ass kicking, and uh, you've got to be disappointed. I I don't know. It's just they. Jeremy Pruitt is is the coach. He went five and seven last year for Tennessee. Yeah, I was just looking him up. They have a defense coordinator making one point five million, and or an offense coordinator making one point five million, and a defense coordinator making one million dollars a year. And not to mention, you want to talk money? Georgia State paid got a nine hundred fifty thousand dollar check just for showing up to Knoxville and then whipped their ass. That's why these teams that are like playing David versus Goliath, they show up to these games because they're getting these huge checks from the the primary program. So, yeesh. And then they just whipped them. So, uh, Tennessee, another terrible year on the horizon. And I... I go it's ahead. hard to believe Tennessee's been down for so long. Like, it's a big program. It's a, it's a storied program. It's a good place to live. Knoxville is a badass place to go to school. Like, you can recruit there. It's just hard to imagine this long of a, whatever you want to call it, down period for that program of that magnitude. It's it's shocking. And really. keep, ever since they fired Phil Fulmer, and then they had a coach which that was, was going a to long come time in. Ago. What didn't they hire a head coach that then decided I was he's not coming like right before Pruitt? Well, Kiffin was there for a year and then left. I thought something else happened in there that was really embarrassing for them. But anyhow, they got to get a, a competent head coach in there. Like just. It doesn't even have to be like somebody who's like this up and coming hot name. Like Bill Fulmer was fired in two thousand eight, and they have been just trash ever since. He's the now the athletic director. Weren't they trash for like the last five years that he was there too? Uh, I think the last couple anyway. Yeah, it is hard to believe that a school like this with those resources could be in the wilderness like this. But this stuff happens, and I, I saw some. I think it was Pat Forty wrote a piece. The same thing happened to Alabama. They went ten That's years. True. They tried. Yeah. They brought in new coaches. They had Mike Shula. They had Mike Price. They had and they had like some weird, until Nick Saban came. They were trash. And for then a while. they got Nick Saban, and it and they've just dominated the last ten years. But before that, they were trash uh, for for a period of time. And it's not, you know, these big blue bloods will bounce back at some point in our lifetime. Tennessee will be good again, but uh, at the moment, it's uh, it's, it's not going to be this year. It's a terrible way to start the season. Speaking of a terrible way to start the season, uh, to continue our bed shitter of the week, we'll just kind of start with the bottom of the SEC, uh, including. Uh, we'll let's spend a second talking about let's our Missouri Tigers. It. Let's acknowledge it. Who got humiliated losing at Wyoming last night or on Saturday? Right. Uh, I will say Missouri had three red zone turnovers, including 
a fumble return for a touchdown and like got it, up 14 0. We were up 14 nothing going in for another score and then had a either an interception or a fumble return for a touchdown. Wyoming just played, man. Wyoming and and Wyoming got up big. It, that's uh, I'm not going to talk anymore about Mizzou. It, this is an incredibly disappointing loss, uh, especially the way that it happened, even though the Tigers did have a chance to win the game. It wasn't at home like Tennessee, but it was humiliating. Uh, in fact, all of the SEC East is uh, 0-1, except, or I'm sorry. Florida is okay. Except for Florida and Georgia. And Georgia and Kentucky. So I take all that back. I'm looking <laughs> at these schedules, and I'm looking at the standings here on, on – uh, Google, and they're all fucked up, so it's my bad. Georgia won, as we mentioned. Tennessee loses at home. Missouri loses a humiliating game. Florida barely... I mean, Florida did not play well when they beat Miami last Thursday. South Carolina uh, got their nuts crushed against North Carolina in, in Mac Brown's first game. Did you see the Which end of that was game? not a game they should have lost. Oh, the end of that game was pretty embarrassing for Mac Brown. Did you see this? Oh, well, the dancing and stuff. No, no. So, it's... I forgot how much time's left. Uh, Mac Brown's squad is up. And they're at like the fifty yard line. They are it's fourth down, and Mac must have thought it was third down because he has the quarterback kneel it. It turns it oh, over I on saw downs. This. Oh, yeah, that's that's and turns mean. it over on downs, giving the ball back in like with time on the clock to score. They were up, I think three maybe, or I can't remember what the exact figure was because I don't have it in front of me. But whatever it is, that was an incredible like senior citizen moment for Mac Brown. But. Next play, the very next play, they strip, sack the quarterback, recover the ball, and end up winning the game. And then Mac Brown cries on national television in his interview at the end. Yeah, oh, Mac yeah. Brown, Mac there, Brown. I heard there the, some bad. I heard the him. words Mac Brown like five thousand times on television Saturday, yeah. Sunday, and then I went all to of Bar- his uh, announcer buddies. Talk. I was about at him. Barton Springs, and everybody. I just heard the word Mac Brown like fifteen times. Like every people, people around me were just. How saying old Mac is he Brown. now? He's got to be like close to eighty, right? No. Is, is that just mean to me? I didn't mean to be mean, He's Matt. 68. Okay, he's close to he 70. He just looks like he's 1,000. Well. Mac Brown, Mac Brown, Mac Brown. Well, I tough. can't really give him too much heat because we we uh, we made some mistakes about our podcast here the first week of college true. football. Hopefully he'll come around. I just hope that's not like an indicator of senior citizen moments for, to come here. Uh, anyway, yeah, Vanderbilt also lost to Georgia. So the bottom half of the SEC East looks terrible. Uh, the bottom half of the SEC West, Ole Miss lost to Memphis. That's not a game you want to lose. Um, Memphis is everyone actually else pretty in good. the SEC West did win. Uh, Arkansas, Alabama, misses, or Arkansas, Alabama, LSU, Auburn, Mississippi State, and AM. So, uh, you know, we, I, I'm, I'm just like everybody else. I love to, to beat the drum for the SEC. Not a good weekend for the SEC. We should mention the Big 12 did go 10 and 0 on Saturday. Oh, shit. Not a lot of impressive wins, though, we'll say that. A lot of uh, weak competition week one for the Big, ten, Big I 12. I wonder when the last time teams. that happened for them. I don't know. It's got to have been a long fucking yeah. time. So they deserve a, a little bit of a shout-out. What happened with KU and uh, Lane? Not Lane. What's Les Miles. Les uh, Miles. Kansas won uh, a close game at home. Okay. I think they won by a touchdown. Um, they stink still. I'm very interested to see the uh, you are. how that plays out with the, the new coach. I'm not. They're, they're going to stink, and I hope they stink worse. Uh, the most impressive team in the of the weekend award goes to Auburn, in my opinion. I don't you know if, you so? have a, if you've got a better pick. Uh, the fact that Bo Nix, they could face that, you know, face the That quality the adversity, of opponent. Yeah, opponent. Uh, that opponent in a neutral field, come in and win the game at the end of the game. 
it's uh, it's impressive with the true freshman. And they really did so. overcome some adversity there in the first quarter, first half. They looked like they were not the superior team. Yeah, Oregon and then they should have won the game. Like they missed the a field team. goal. They just they're Oregon, certainly the Oregon better looked team better, the especially the first half. So. Shouts to Auburn. That's the most impressive win of the week, I think. I think OU might be for me, just especially because of Jalen Hurts. Well, the offense looked great. It, the problem with Oklahoma is never the offense, though, the last couple seasons. It's been the defense, and they still gave up 31. Granted, a lot of that's mop-up duty, and Houston Houston does have a good offense, but uh, Houston also had a terrible defense last year, so I, I can't give them a lot of credit yeah. there. Um, Reasonable. Other news, USC quarterback uh is now out for the season with an acld what's oh what's man he name? was young as hell too he, he he's was a like, sophomore i think yeah but he was like the youngest freshman starter in the history of the school last year he like forgo he for what do you say foregone for yeah whatever for, he did he skipped senior year of high went, school yes yeah he, i JT barely graduated daniels. high school but this kid skipped his senior year yeah so. jt daniels true sophomore uh he's probably 18 will right miss now. the rest of the season he tore his acl and his meniscus in his right knee uh USC won the game 31-23 against Fresno State. Uh, true freshman came in and played after that uh, and went 6-for-8 for, for 57 yards. So if, uh, you know, there are a lot, I mean, if you watch game day, there is a lot of talk that, you know, there are a lot of fans at U- USC that want this team to lose a lot of games this year so they can get rid of Clay Helton. Ah. Uh, probably the coach on the hottest seat in America. And now you're going in starting a true freshman. It's not going to help. I'm sure if it's USC and he's a quarterback, dude's probably a five-star kid coming out. But you would think not a not a great start to the season for USC and, and Clay Helton. I, I hope he's renting and not buying. They're already people are already jumping up and down. They trying did to, win though. Yeah, at but home against San, I mean come against on, Fresno San, State. Fresno. Uh, yeah, people are already trying to hire Bob Stoops or. Uh, or Urban Meyer to yeah. USC uh, a year from now. So uh, if if you're one of those fans, I guess you're happy. Um, anyway, that's the other news. Uh, later this week, we will uh, we'll talk a little NFL, which is exciting. Thursday night, there is a Thursday night football game. The kickoff, uh, which is just really, really exciting stuff. I'm I'm glad to have Al Michaels back in my house. I guess it's Al Michaels. I think Fox has the Thursday night schedule. I, I don't know who has the kickoff, um, the kickoff game this week. But none of that really matters, I guess. Uh, it's just it's an exciting exciting to have the NFL back. And really, it won't be back until it's back on Sunday. Uh, we could talk about all the teams that cut players and all the things that happen. The the big news in the NFL: Elliot uh, Zeke Elliott and the Cowboys are. Still making progress on an extension. That was something that was reported on Saturday and still hasn't been done, so whatever that means. Uh, Brian Hoyer signed a three-year, $12 million deal with the Colts, including $9 million guaranteed. I think he was out of football. It's amazing. If you're if you're a, a Kaepernick supporter and a sympathizer or whatever, uh, Brian Hoyer getting $9 million, dollars, That's this is why people get angry. He is the most steady backup quarterback in the league for the last 10 years. Brian I don't, I don't think he was in football. Up. I think he was out of the league. That's why they signed him. Well, yeah, definitely this year. But in the last 10 years, he's always been the backup of somebody. Yeah, and he's also not making any money. These dudes, I mean, he's a career backup. That's that's true. So, um, you know, if you're, I mean, if you're Colin Kaepernick, you're like, Brian Hoyer just got $9 million guaranteed to be the backup quarterback. It's amazing. Uh, Packers and Bears are the game on uh, Thursday, and it is NBC. So we get Al Michaels. Uh, seven, seven twenty Central Time, eight twenty Eastern. Packers and Bears, little little NFC uh, 
divisional matchup, which ought to be fun. And then we get all the games. Uh, this the Monday night game. Well, we'll talk about this stuff later in the week. Yeah, but, sure. Uh, that's that's the game Thursday. We should be able to record before then. Um, and uh, the return of power plant picks is back. By the way, I saw storms were brewing all over the power yeah, plant. Yeah, perhaps picks. you saw if you're following power plant picks, you saw that there's a storm, an electrical storm brewing. The electricity is in the air, my friend. The return of power plant picks coming this week, and uh, exclusively. Well, not exclusively. You'll get one pick a week on uh, power plant picks. You'll get two picks a week exclusively on patreon.com slash backdoor for those $10 backers. It's pretty hot. If you want to be a power plant picker. So that's exciting stuff. And as we mentioned, it's, it's all going down this week, Sunday NFL football. You know, I, I did see some tweets about how uh, the, the last preseason game, which we talked about a little bit, but you've got a lot of guys who were the best player in the history of their high school who were playing for their life in front of, you know, 20,000 people in an empty football stadium and uh, then got cut. Or guys, the, the craziest thing about the NFL to me, and, I, and I'm sure we'll see it on Hard Knocks on Tuesday, are the dudes that play well enough to keep their job mm-hmm. and, you know, who fought for a roster spot. Maybe they're undrafted, whatever. They get it, and then other teams start cutting people, and then they just get cut because they, they go pick up some running back who was, you know, Barely in the somebody league. Else's, yeah, that somebody yeah, else roster. dropped. Who they're playing in week one, they're going to cut the next week. My favorite, uh, you know, the NFL is a tough. It's a tough gig, man. And uh, my favorite is you ever watch the football life? A no, football I life. Seen it's it. these documentaries. I've heard good things about they're it. They're really good. Yeah, There's like sure. a thousand of them on NFL Network. And my favorite one was Wes Welker, who was went undrafted out of Texas Tech, and made the Chargers team out of the, uh, he got an invite to the Chargers he made the team he returned the opening kickoff of the season like he right. was he was their starting kick returner they cut him after week one because somebody else cut somebody and he was like I didn't know you could do that <laughs> like he showed up to, to work on, on Monday and they're like yeah pack your stuff you're gone they did pay him a little though like you would think he would have made some money before that. Oh, no, I mean, he got one game check but that's it and then they must have picked him up on a different roster obviously because he ended well, up he having ended a storied up- career yeah, no, he went to Miami after that on a, on a, he told his agent, he was just like, send me to whoever's going to play them again this year. Oh, because he wanted to play. Like, I don't care how much up. money they had. Yeah. So he then got on the practice squad with Miami and then start, then had a great career. But anyway, the NFL is a crazy game and uh, it's back on Thursday and we are fucking excited. That's right. Hey, you know what else we're excited about? What's that? Our hotline, 800-392-6344. 800 Call that hotline. Ask us questions uh, about sports. We will bring them to you with Titan High. Uh, bring us questions about your health, your relationship, whatever you want. Uh, Doctor Talk with Dr. Lupe coming hopefully this week. Patreon.com slash backdoor. Check it out right now. Uh, you will get a special Sunday episode starting next week. And uh, we're going to give you some bonus content this week, getting you ready for football, NFL, and college. So Sunday the 8th will be our first Patreon-exclusive College football recap, pro football preview episode, Sunday morning, Sunday the 8th. Feel the excitement. Feel the excitement. Patreon.com slash backdoor plus the return of power plant picks. Uh, check us out. Follow us on backdoor cover Instagram, uh, backdoor cover podcast on Instagram. Uh, follow me at Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-U-R. Check out mine and Micah. Check out 365 Things Austin. Uh, Buttercut, subscribe, check it out. Please Get do. the newsletter, do the whole thing. We'll be back later this week. Until next time.
Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>